We just weren't. We're just talking about, about thinking about it, and and then not even thinking about it. We're just talking about. No, thinking no, no. About I mean, it. like, if the people kind of like this podcast, we're talking about thinking about <laughs> starting it. Uh huh. But probably we're not going to do that anytime soon. Or we could just do it right now. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome. Welcome, welcome to the wonderful world, Fraser Crane's wonderful world of psychology. <laughs> and here you are in this world of toss salads and scrambled eggs. It's a Fraser podcast <laughs> with your hosts. It's me, Diana. <laughs> and it's me, Dave. It's a me, Mario. No, it's Wow, me. and Mario's here. <laughs> and Mario. Wow. His voice has changed considerably. Yes. And now he's leaping out of the room. Oh, well, that's what he does. <laughs> he's got a pipe to attend to. Sure does. That's <laughs> what he does. Mm-hmm. This is episode something. We're Ex- in season seven. We are. Episode 17. Mm-hmm. I think Dave says 717. Mm-hmm. The time is now 717. Please adjust your watches accordingly. <laughs> Wherever you are, you'll always be late and or really early. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it's episode Wine Club. Episode Wine Club. The episode is Wine Club. That is also the name of my 80s band. <laughs> wine Club. What kind of music does Wine Club make? Synth. Synth. Just Sing about robots. Most <laughs> everyone in the band is like a synth. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. So it's made of, it's a synth band made of synths that mm-hmm. sings about synth yep. stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, also uh, our favorite podcast is Android Dreams. <laughs> it's a cyberpunk podcast. You might've heard of it. You might've. It's a good one. If you haven't, you should check it out. Check it out. It's very good. I think. It's mine. It's my new one. Please listen. Uh, <laughs> speaking of listening to our uh, various things, uh, this episode is a video episode for Patreon. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can uh, watch this instead of just listen to it at patreon.com slash TGIFarcade. And when you go there, you're going to be able to hear all kinds of other extra stuff that we have. There's and watch extra, extra stuff. There's stuff. a lot. Yeah. There's definitely going to be an extra video for this one uh, and extra audio for most previous episodes. We recorded a cover of uh, Martin's song, She's Such a Groovy Lady, from the episode Martin Does That's It His Way. Fun. It was fun. We have a couple of videos up there of us doing some dances and things, doing a little dance from our from our Twitch stream. I mean, that's the majority of what's up there. It's it's goofy behind the scenes. Yeah, fun behind the scenes stuff where we just we just every episode we just talk and talk. Uh, it's mostly audio tests. We, we're doing audio tests, and then it just devolves into this is nonsense. A lot, this is a lot like you know watching public television, and every you know this is the pledge fund. Mm-hmm. You know, because every dollar helps to bring this uh, quality banter to your ears, <laughs> and sometimes to your eyes. Sometimes your eyes. I'm sorry. No, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry and thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Sorry, sorry and thank you for listening. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Oh. It's not. Um, okay, so this episode starts with that beacon of radiation. <laughs> you mean just like the This the is space where Imagine Dragons mm-hmm. got the idea for that song. <laughs> Radioactive. I see. I see. From from a radiating space needle. 
Yes. I see. Okay. From this episode specifically. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. So this we should we should tweet at him. Twenty one. Let him know uh, we're doing this tw- Twenty one tweets. Twenty one tweets. Yep. And twenty one <laughs> minutes and fifty eight seconds. Fifty eight. Ew. Mm-hmm. Do you like 59 more than 58? No, but I like when it's consistent. I like uh, this, you know, up and down and all around. It's not the hokey pokey. <laughs> That's true. It's not. It's not. It's what an episode weird, of Frasier. I need to read about the hokey pokey. What is going on with that song? I am curious. I feel like there's an interesting, like, backstory okay. to the hokey pokey. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the writer for this episode, writers for this episode, actually, there's two writers. Mm-hmm. They haven't. Sometimes when we see pairs of writers writing an episode together, they will write... Delicious. <laughs> pairs. <laughs> They'll write... Continue to write episodes together. This pair hasn't written bef- together before. They're Bob Daly, who... The only episode he's written is The Dog That Rocks the Cradle. So the one where Bulldog was a nanny mm-hmm. uh, for, for Roz. And then John Sherman, who wrote The Fight Before Christmas which was also this season. It's the one where um, where Niles and Mel broke up because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they broke and up like, and there was a, all the lying and... And then, like, Niles gave that present to Daphne. Yeah. It was an accident. Yeah. Present. Yep. Those are the two episodes each of them has written and they did this one together. So, so I wonder... I doubt they, like, wrote, actually, this episode together. I feel like they probably each wrote, like, parts of it and then they yeah. kind of combined it, maybe. Yeah, that would make sense. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of it is also like working together. So I don't really know how it gets assigned when it's going to be two writers. I think they all write solo and then they're like, oh, I like this idea and I like this idea. So let's put it together. Yeah, but I also feel like this one isn't necessarily. So maybe one of them wrote about like the Martin side of it. And then yeah. one, one wrote about the wine club side yeah. and put it together. Yeah. Or like wrote the wine club and like stuff. There's the wine club stuff. There's the brunch parts. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I guess there are enough distinct storylines that. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's what happened. Yeah. I'm not the, sure. Yeah. I, I feel like they're not sitting in a room like Fraser and Niles <laughs> trying to like get along and write this thing. Yeah. Like co-op style <laughs> right well so like it makes me think about like there's a a podcast that like it isn't they don't make new episodes now but it was on for forever called the thrilling adventure hour and the it's a it's fictional like radio play type stuff and every there's two writers that have been like were the were the creators of the show and they talked about how they how they do the episodes where each skit thing that they were writing one would write the episode and the other one would then take it and kind of like punch it up or make a few edits and things and it wasn't a whole lot of changes and they would kind of go back and forth which i get if you're like a team writing a bunch of things together i'm not sure how it works when uh, would work for this if maybe each of them would also take a stab we spend a lot of time always trying to figure this out and we just don't know so yeah i feel like we should just stop talking about it all right here we go <laughs> Okay. Cafe Nervosa. I feel like mm-hmm. all the episodes are starting Cafe Nervosa lately. There are a lot in there, yeah. So we see Martin and Claire. Yeah. So we don't really know who Claire is until no. like a little bit later on. Yeah. But we're but, definitely getting some thing, interesting like oh, yeah. intrigue. There's definitely some intrigue happening here right yeah. from the beginning. Like what? what is going on with them? Yeah. Because we find out that they spent a night together or, you know, they, they definitely slept together and yet like... Her husband probably wasn't okay with it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, the husband's dead. Okay. 
so what's going on? It turns out, like, okay, we start to learn that, like, he cared. Is The husband cared a lot about both of them. He probably would have been happy that they're both happy. That's what Claire's trying to say. But Martin's feeling a little uncomfortable. And uh, that's when Fraser walks in, and we learn who Claire is. Well, Claire is not feeling uncomfortable, which I think is very interesting yeah, and yeah. telling. Right. No, I agree. I agree. She's definitely saying, like, look, it's just, it's ha- this happened. It's fine. It's It's... it's not a big deal. Like So I think this is interesting because we learn about this the husband that died yeah. in an earlier episode. Yeah. So I'll let you say that name. <laughs> yeah, because this is Claire Wajidu Bukowski, mm-hmm. uh, who we, in the episode where Martin was like actually making plans for his funeral, that's the episode where Stan Wajidu Bukowski died. Because I remember him complaining that the like pastor didn't know how to say his name and mm-hmm. all these things, as if that was ridiculous for like someone not to know also, how to like, say seeing this in the subtitles the <laughs> yeah. spelling of yeah. this is you see it a lot so long it's so long yeah yeah anyway so fraser shows up and obviously they're trying like they're trying to be a little like quiet about the fact that they were sleeping together and fraser is just he you know claire you know claire's an old family friend uh, mm-hmm. Because they were on the force together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were. He gave. Uh, he gave Martin lent money. Uh, Martin the money for his first I car. Guess it's not the force, right? What did they say in Hot Fuzz? Yeah, in in Hot Fuzz. I can't. Uh, I can't remember what they said, but it's not the force. They stopped saying the force because it sounds too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. We find out all of that also that uh, Stan even. Okay, here's what they say. They say Stan introduced Martin to Hester. Mm-hmm. Didn't they meet over a, a body at a crime scene? Well, maybe that's when the romance, like the romance elements mark, but they might have met. They might have been because she was like a forensic scientist or right. something. She was like some kind of something like that. Yeah. And I feel like he, Stan could have been like, oh, this is Hester. I suppose. And like yeah. they met, but they didn't like meet me you know they yeah. start going out immediately but maybe they wouldn't have known each other then maybe it and then they were like oh it's you at the crime scene i don't right. know yeah i mean i guess there are ways that this we can be technically met we technically met but didn't meet no we technically were in the same room we didn't meet we were pretty far away you were glancing you were i was gl- glancing you don't remember it you remember i do too you <laughs> were you don't remember it i remember your jacket I remember just you were there early before everyone else. I was, yeah. I was with a whole bunch of people. You were not with a bunch I of people. I was with a bunch of people. I only I saw know. Justin there. <laughs> you in previous years have mentioned you remember my friend dancing I, in circles I around do, me. Because that was much later. That <laughs> was much later. Of course I remember that because she was all hooting and hollering. <laughs> hooting, she was. Hooting. She was. She's an owl. <laughs> She's an owl. I don't know how she bought a ticket. <laughs> she didn't. She was on the list because I was there with her. Well, you cheated. You're mm-hmm. a scam. You're a scamster. <laughs> anyway, speaking of going in with people, Roz comes in as 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 uh, Claire and uh, Martin are like deuces. We gotta go. I forgot. Also, as a like as they're leaving. Uh, I like that Frazier, like, as Martin's getting more and more guilty about it, Frazier's like, also, you know, give my best to your son, Martin. Oh, yeah, I find out that the son is named Martin as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, so, like, oh, he's so guilty. I mean, really. But why would he be? Why does that matter? That's an arbitrary, it's really, like, arbitrary because Mm -hmm. it's, like, 
one, I think it really depends on the circumstances of mm-hmm. what's going on. But it's like, if the wife is saying, don't feel guilty, I don't I don't know. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. I think it's because other people's perceptions, right? Yeah. Oh, your spouse died, so you had to have an appropriate grieving amount of time. And I think the thing is, like, every single movie, whenever you see someone grieving, mm-hmm. they're always doing something impulsive. Like, they're always sleeping with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If that relationship... Like, if someone ends up with someone after they're, while they're grieving or whatever, it doesn't matter who the grief is for, right? Right. It doesn't really matter if they're finding some happiness. Maybe that is, like, a rebound mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Do you know what? Does yeah. that actually matter? Yeah. I mean, I guess the the one thing that I sort of understand in Martin's case is uh, feeling guilty about this is... It's his like, friend. It's his friend. And also, I feel like Claire is living every day with the fact that Stan's gone, right? So mm-hmm. he's, she's, like, that's her life. So right. in her mind, she was with him for a long time, but also he's gone. In Martin's mind, like, we never saw Stan, mm-hmm. which means he clearly wasn't a significant part of Martin's life because we've seen some of Martin's other friends. So it might be that in his mind, Stan's less gone because he hasn't been... In a, as many scenarios where Stan should have been and isn't, well, so it might feel more just like he's like they're cheating, because he hasn't inter- internalized the fact that Stan's gone the way that she has. I think that's fair. So I mean, and that and then, but as we find out later, I think the whole intrigue of Claire yeah, yeah. is for different reasons. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But also the fact that. Stan feels less gone is important for that also. Yeah. So. Okay, so this is when Roz walks in. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Niles and Fraser haven't been hanging out that much together yeah. because Niles is always hanging out with Mel. Mm-hmm. And then we find out wine clubs tonight. Hope Niles is going to be there because Fraser mm-hmm. needs to become the cork the master. The cork master. The cork master. So <laughs> I love Roz's whole thing here about like, Oh, you're going to keep your secret identity as Fraser Crane, though, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, somehow, like, the cork master is, like, a superhero. <laughs> right, right. And I also, let's uh, shout out to Roz's outfit in the scene. I enjoyed oh. it. Oh, I didn't really notice. Well, it what was, was like, it? black. I think she, she had, like, a black. I think she wore something else really similar to this. And then someone recommended that they had a dress like this. And it oh, replaced. Be- oh. But I always look for dresses like that i just like mm-hmm. those kind of collars mm-hmm. like she has a blouse i think it's like a blouse and then with a skirt or like something over it mm-hmm. but maybe it's all one piece who knows <laughs> uh-huh. but it's the collar is really cute yeah it's like yeah. a pointy collar and like black white and black clothes that's yeah. my jam mm-hmm. that's what i spread on toast <laughs> white and black clothes yeah zebras re- mostly <laughs> zebra jam <laughs> delicious i think it's like so yeah fraser has so many plans for when he becomes Corkmaster. And it makes you wonder, like, is the current Corkmaster doing these things? We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's because it sounds like a, a big change. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but also, like, vertical taste. Like, one of his plans is to do vertical tastings. We know they've done that. They've definitely. What's a vertical tasting? <laughs> Where they stand up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I think they, it's, because I remember looking this up for an earlier oh, episode. Oh, yeah. And I believe what it is, it's like, you it's a bunch of different types of wines, but like designed to be 
go from like a milder to a more robust wine. In, oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's something like that. If, maybe I, they I, don't do enough for Fraser's taste. Maybe, maybe. But it's a wine club. What else do they do? Taste wine. wine. Like, they, they wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Okay, so this is when we hear about like Fraser's thoughts on Mel. Yeah. Where yeah. he's afraid that Mel is being manipulative. Yeah. But then we find out that he doesn't really know anything about Mel. Yeah. And so he gets this idea to maybe have a brunch to mm-hmm. get to know her better. Yeah. It's interesting. All of this seems to be Fraser's idea. And then he's like, that's a good idea, Roz. Roz didn't give any ideas. In well, this. she kind of she kind of was like, do you even know Mel? You don't yeah. know her that well. So right. it is kind of Roz's idea in a roundabout way i guess i guess and also roz gets invited to the brunch yeah because they don't want it to be like just the hurt mel under the family microscope Mm -hmm. isn't that the best part of dating somebody is like the time that you get to just be surrounded by their family as they examine you isn't that just the best thing that everybody loves the family or like going to an autopsy like what is (laughs) happening uh well with uh the cranes if Hester was still around. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I also like the Roz makes more of these like superhero jokes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the cork you know, you'll be the cork master by then, so should I look out for the cork signal in the <laughs> sky? Yeah, yeah. Where I get, you know, I hope I get a ride in the cork mobile. <laughs> yeah. This is a very good uh very good Roz banter. I'm a big fan yeah. of this this type of Roz making fun of Fraser's mm-hmm. lifestyle stuff. Like, yeah, no, this is real good. Good. Speaking of making fun of extravagant lifestyles, we're now in the next section. Doesn't everyone have a fireplace in his closet? I think this is really weirdly worded uh, title. Really? Yes, because I would just say in their closet. Yeah. Doesn't everyone? I would say doesn't every man have a fireplace in his closet? Is if I was gonna say it that way. Yeah, I think. But I mean, I think this is more just referencing the. The old grammar rule that is now going by the wayside of that, like, if it's genderless, you use his. I know, but, like, you could also use there in the sentence, and it just sounds... I agree. It sounds better to my ear, personally. It's not even that. Yeah. It just... If you're going to use his, it's just weird because you're saying everyone. Yeah. So I would say either does every man... Doesn't every man or... If yeah. you're going to say, doesn't everyone have a fireplace in their closet, which would have still worked in this context. It would have. It's the it's the old thing. You don't use there with a singular. And everyone. No, is I think singular. people were. No, I think people used said that then as well. No, people said it. I'm but saying, I, yeah, I yeah. agree that like his was used more as like it means everyone. Yeah. I just yeah. think it sounds awkward I in agree. the sentence oh, because agree. you're saying everyone. Uh-huh. And just like. Yeah, no, but I agree. his sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Not, not even like in a gendered way. That's not even the way I'm talking. I'm just like in to my ears. Mm-hmm. It sounds awkward. Yeah, I could just I get guess. it together. <laughs> Go back in time and redo this. You could just erase it, erase it, and do better, do better. So now this closet here is bigger than most of the rooms in our apartment. This I didn't even ju- realize that this was... I, I didn't actually understand the title of this mm-hmm. until I, I was like, wait, where are we? Oh, this yeah. is the clo- his this closet. Is the, this is the closet. But this actually reminds me of the same size. It looks like the same size as Mel's office. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. So similar. I wonder if they just kind of reuse Mel's office space and made it into Niles's closet. Maybe. I mean, it's. But I mean, it would have to be an entirely different set because the the walls are all off. different. You know, but. I know, but it looks like but, it's a very similar space and yeah. size. And that also had a bunch of closets in it because we see all her That's true. They, coats hanging up. Mm-hmm. That's true. So Mel's dropping off this wine that mm-hmm. she got for giving someone a facelift. Yeah, yeah. Also, 61 is like not, is that even old? Like, do you look, when do you start looking old? 61? Is that when you? I mean, the thing is, I feel like a lot of times... You start noticing your first wrinkles in, in like, your 30s. So, mm-hmm. and that's another 30. Yeah, you're all wrinkles then, I guess. <laughs> right, you might so. as well. You're just a pug, I guess. <laughs> Are pugs just all 60? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it is. That's how, that's how dog years work for pugs. Where they're, like, they're born, like, 60. Oh, no. Oh, that would be so sad. They're just a little old. They're just a, They're little, just a little old, a little old man. <laughs> little little dogs. Little old, little snorty old mans. They're just, they're just a bunch of grandpas wandering mm-hmm. around. They are, they are just a bunch of grandpas, just grumpy grandpas. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Just shaking their little canes. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yep. Wearing <their> spats. <laughs> It's a really fancy grandpa. It is. It's fancy grandpa. Or Most Mr. grandpas Peanut. are fancy. They're not. So. I think it depends on the grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. The first thing I noticed about Mel in the scene is that she's unbuttoning uh-huh. her cardigan like, I'm being sexy. Yeah. Well, because she's got a plan. She's definitely like, this whole thing is definitely planned out. And I think her unbuttoning her cardigan and like. Like, she's even kind of, like, pulling her face back in a way that I think just to check how she's looking and whatever. But she's got a... This is all part of a plan that she has for this... For for Niles. For Niles. I feel like, yeah, she is just using Niles. So, Niles is talking about how he wants to help Fraser become the corkmaster. Yeah. And she, her whole thing is, oh, that's so nice of you, but don't you want that honor for yourself? Yeah, but it's like she's even more manipulative than that because she doesn't just ask him that straight out. First, she's like... Oh, that's great, since you never wanted it. And Frazier's been there longer and is better at wine. And mm. you definitely have never wanted this thing, right? That's great. It's great that you would help your brother. It's mm. like, it's so, like, it's I very... I kind of want that. I kind of want a manipulative partner like that, that really looks <laughs> out for me. I... And wants me, makes me a go-getter. The thing is, I don't know that she's... I don't know if she is looking out specifically for Niles. Oh, I think it's for her benefit. It's for her. It's to make her look better, but I still. Yeah, like. My... Because I think Niles doesn't achieve as much as he could because he is more kind of withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Like he. Okay. So if you think about it, Frazier is the extrovert. Mm-hmm. Niles is the introvert. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how I would get it. Frazier yeah. enjoys time to himself to recharge, but I think he. He's on the radio, right? right? He likes that attention. He mm-hmm. likes to be around people. Niles Niles likes the comforts of home. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's kind of like how they're played as opposites. Yeah. And like he wants people, you know, he's always writing those articles and he wants people to care and be proud right. of him. And he's but never. from a distance. 
Yeah, and he never want, but he never quite gets what he wants because yeah. he's still jealous of like Fraser's mm-hmm. like overall success. And so, getting like something like the Corkmaster would be a good, uh, like a big deal for him. Right, and it makes sense that he would do it. Yeah, though I do wonder like how much of like when when Niles is getting really jealous of Fraser about these things, how much of it is him actually wanting those things and never being able to get it, and how much of it is him simply wanting it because Fraser has it. Yeah, I think it's that. I think he wants it more because Fraser has it. Yeah. And he doesn't. Yeah. Because I know, like, I remember if my sister and I, like, got different, like, Christmas presents, which we should have because we're seven years apart. Right. But my sister would, we would always, like, I would always want her stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, like, so, you know, it's like we got the same things, like, in our stockings. hmm So that we each... Well, not everything, but like right. a lot of things right. because it was just like we would fight over stuff. Right. You can't fight over it if it's the same stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I, which is a pretty good idea. But yeah, I mean, the thing is you're going to get different things and, and, yeah. and have different interests and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, if you're just jealous because the other person has it. Yeah, I yeah. want that glitter silly putty. <laughs> I mean, that I can't blame you on. Like, that, I know. That's pretty awesome. Got in everything. I don't know how it got in that cassette tape. <laughs> Not I can't kidding. begin to imagine. I don't know how it got in there. <laughs> I can't begin to imagine. So, okay, what? Uh, one of the things that ends up happening in this is that Mel walks into the room and immediately starts calling Niles dashing. And then once she starts trying to tell him to become he should be cork master then is like oh no your tie's all wrong let me oh, pick yeah, out an entirely yeah. different tie oh now it's the wrong jacket let me pick out a whole new jacket for you and it's like you said he was dashing you clearly liked the way he looked but she, no she didn't she was saying that to make him feel good about himself mm. so that then later instead of making him feel down about himself uh, by say, by immediately saying the tie and stuff is all wrong. She says he's dashing, then gets him wanting to get the thing, then starts trying to help him out by changing the thing that she clearly thought was wrong from the beginning. The thing is, like, I really like to help people get dressed. Mm-hmm. That sounds weird. <laughs> like, here, let me help you put on those clothes. <laughs> they seem to have fallen all off. It <laughs> happens on the bus all the time. It's really weird. That is definitely weird no that is not what i mean um mm-hmm. but you know it's like dave will be like oh help me with my outfit because mm-hmm. he knows that i like that so yeah, yeah. I, but i wouldn't say i mean i might he might be like what about this and and i'm i might have like a different idea mm-hmm. but i'll you know i wouldn't be like oh you look fantastic wait no everything's terrible yeah just, yeah you look great this is an amazing just outfit. change it let me just change everything about it that anyone would ever notice yeah. Every single thing visible on the outside. Let me just change that real quick. Because you're looking amazing. But it's also all wrong. <laughs> it's, it's totally wrong. It's completely wrong. Well, uh, do do you think like... um, So one thing Mel says is that, oh, I don't want to meddle. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I actually wrote, is Mel meddling? And the way that you're... Obviously, she's the way she's you're super describing meddling. Yeah. it. Yeah, because that's the joke here. She's clearly meddling in the entire thing. And then is like, oh, I don't want to meddle. I don't want to come between you and your brother. How bad is this? I think it depends on how you do it. If you're just, if she was just like, hey, I think, you know, like, I think you should, like, you should have tried out for a corkmaster because I think you deserve it. Then that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Because she's, she is 
manipulating his behavior to make him decide he wants to do this. Uh-huh. So then it becomes his idea uh-huh. and not hers. That's the that's the manipulative thing is is twisting his thoughts to a thing that he was from a thing he was already fine with mm-hmm. to now turn this into a rivalry that it didn't have to be there there's they've already got plenty of rivalry they don't need more mm-hmm. she is com- coming between them especially because when she brings in this wine and and niles is excited to use it tonight while they vote fraser in you said tonight and i immediately got like that genesis song i don't know if it's genesis or phil collins but i got that Tonight. Oh. Tonight, 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 tonight. Song in my head. You know, he says tonight a lot in it. I don't know which song that is. Is it in the air tonight? In the air? No. It's a different song. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I don't know. I know I what you're talking it. about. But I just I like, got I it in my yeah. head. Interesting. Um, but she's like, well, I sure am glad my expensive and rare bottle of wine is going to help your brother. So she clearly has some problem with Frasier already. Well, that's because she doesn't want... She doesn't like anyone but herself and, like, yeah. people in her own bubble, right? Yeah, but... And I also think she's jealous of Frasier's... Like, Niles being, like... Frasier getting Second. time... Well, I think she's jealous of Nile The time Niles gives to Frasier. Because he gives a lot of time to him. So I think there's some jealousy there. Like, like, because I think Frasier can come between them. Mm. So Niles makes the decision that he wants to be a corkmaster. And then that brings us to the next section. Do-do-do-do-do. Isn't that the, like, Batman? You got to do, like, a cork cork coming (laughs) in and spinning. And then, like, and then the Mm -hmm. do-do-do-do-do. Perfect. We'll do that. Anyway, so the next section is gunfight at the bouquet corral. I, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to do a thing. No, I was just going to be really excited about all these like scene transitions that are totally going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, here we are at the wine club. Wine club. It's first rule of wine club. Drink. Second rule of wine club. Spit. Third rural wine club. Drink more. Oh. I mean, it's a wine club. What like what else is there? Actually, we're gonna learn some of the rules of wine club pretty soon. Niles and Fraser are there. Well, there, uh, Fraser is there, and the Niles kind of steps in, and mm-hmm. Fraser's like, "Oh, good, you're finally here. It's time to like nominate me." And Niles is like, "Hey, I've been thinking that yeah. uh, when I nominate you, you can nominate me, mm-hmm. unless you're too chicken." <laughs> And then Marty McFly comes in. Right. Just busts in there. He just he can hear that phrase from anywhere. Yeah. And he's just there. Nobody calls me chicken. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the Ghostbusters are like, Buster makes me feel good because he busts in the scene. So they do this. Yeah. They do. They nominate each other. Well, Frazier is very hesitant to yeah. do it, but he does it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, okay, they don't do like a ballot where people just would write down. Right. Niles and Fraser, right? I right. also think it's very odd that no one else wants to be corkmaster in this group. Yeah. Well, I think the idea is Fraser, as he said, has been campaigning for it. So people are already expecting yeah. him to like win. They're like, oh, he's going to do it. It's fine. Like he'll he'll get it. Okay. And then when so when Niles does it, it's like, oh, okay. Now we need to make a decision. But I think nobody had decided to run. Because- I wouldn't. I I just feel like. The thing about, like, raising your hand in a group like that, especially, like, to people you, like, know and you might like, 
It's like, also you're influenced by the other people in the right. thing. They're like, oh, they're voting yeah. for Niles. I guess I'll oh, vote yeah. for Niles too, right? That's mm-hmm. why you write it down. That's right. why That's why voting works the way it does. That's right. why you go into a little booth and like, you can go with your friend to vote, but you're not in the same voting booth because right. you're all, you know. Right, because you want to make sure somebody isn't like, like leaning if, over and like looking at your thing. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to, I just think it's weird that they do this yeah. thing. Anyway, they end up in a tie. Yeah. And I love, okay, so I love that the what the cork master does here, where mm-hmm. he's like, oh, if only, well, I don't remember this person's name because I didn't write it down. Oh. Where well, he's like. Yeah, but before that happens, I oh, think it's okay. important the way this tie ends up happening. Okay. Because he counts off all the oh, votes. Oh, right, 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 right. And Frasier. And Niles votes for Frasier. Mm-hmm. He, he, without hesitation, votes for Frasier. And it's 14 votes. And then they do a quick count of the room. And the whole time while he's counting the room for Niles, Niles is like pointedly looking at Frasier, who is not raising his hand. And it's only when it gets to 13 that Frasier like hesitantly raises it to bring it to a tie. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very important and says a lot about them as people. Well, I think we know how petty Frasier yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And this is definitely petty. I think Niles is the better brother. Yeah. In a lot of ways, I would think, I would say yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really like this because where the corkmaster is like, he's like, he looks to the skies and he's like, if only our venerable founder, Virgil Heffelwhite, were here to guide us. And in the back of the room, he's just here. I'm over here. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. I didn't see you there. I know. Because you think that he's just not right. around anymore. Right. Though, okay. It occurs to me. Okay, this is another part of the problem with doing a vote by raising your hand. If the corkmaster couldn't see him in the background, did he count his vote? Who knows? That's I don't think I'm he saying. counted his vote. That's... Who knows who he voted for? You gotta, you gotta write it down. But I love that. So we find out what they they're going to do in a tie, and it's a mm-hmm. taste off, blind taste off with five bottles. So the kind of fades into this taste off, yeah. which I love. Yeah, it's very good. So they're already tied. Mm-hmm. three to three and yeah. then they do these sort of so they're on to the next one i love how they each describe the next wine like mm-hmm. differently completely but, different but then yeah. it's the same they both vote the the same right thing they both write the same thing down yeah niles has like this good insult oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay this is okay i, I had something i want okay. to say about this so yeah because we're going to the last one and fraser's like last bottle don't choke uh-huh. and niles says Prepare to get stomped like a late season Gewurztraminer. Yeah. So, very early in this when we, in this podcast, uh, mm-hmm. the the was when the, was the start of the Best of Friends podcast. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, I don't remember where this came about, but basically we started joking on this podcast about being in a rivalry with them, even uh-huh. though they had no idea who we were. Oh, okay. So I tweeted something at them about like their like unknown rivalry and they tweeted back at the Fraser podcast prepare to get stomped like a late season oh! Gewurztraminer which I never knew like I, I didn't know what that mm-hmm. was but I mean they did a screenshot from mm-hmm. it and they used that I was like and it's it's funny that it's taken this long to get to that insult mm-hmm. that they used do you still listen to the podcast did they still do it uh I think they finished all of it I'm not sure what that group is doing now I mm-hmm. I got out of the habit of listening to them but I mean, it's a good podcast. I just got out of the habit of listening to it. And then, like, I tweeted a thing back at them from mm. friends, basically, mm. a different insult mm. uh, or a threat, basically. That was a fun little thing that happened. Was but- it just the, you know, the, the, the thing, the, like, 
It was a. Uh, it was. When... Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. The like thing like that. Oh wow, you don't really know anything well, about Friends. Also, if you don't describe it, most of the people listening to this don't know oh, what you're doing. Oh, there's like the gesture that's supposed to be like flipping somebody off, but it's yeah. sort of like banging your hands together. Yeah. I don't even remember totally how to do it. I just kind of. Yeah. No, I mean. Actually, as you were doing it the second time, I remembered what it was, yeah. but I also realized most people are like only Ross, hearing the audio. But it was like Ross and Rachel's yeah. things, yeah. sort of, they could do that without their parents knowing what was happening. Yeah. No, what I what it was is like, uh, I, I just said like, well, you better duck. And then it was the gif of Joey hitting Ross in the face, mm-hmm. I think, when he doesn't actually tell him to duck. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I used, I think. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, it's the last bottle. Niles thinks it's jammy plummy Plummy, dense dense and and chewy chewy. i love this i wrote this down because i thought that was such a great description of wine yeah it was really good which by the way i've i've read things where they've done studies with sommeliers like uh with different wines and what they found is a lot of times if you do like completely different like the same wine with completely different people they'll use completely unconnected words that Mm -hmm. like it's like Oh, this is just what happens because most of those words don't mean anything. Like they're not. Yeah. Uh, but also, you can completely fool a sommelier by putting just a good, a bottle with a good label in front of a bad glass of wine, and they'll think it's like some really like fine, expensive wine. Well, I mean, the thing is also like wait, people taste things differently. Like they're gonna. Yeah. That's like a subjective. Right thing, it's like how the that cilantro thing, you know, yeah, like yeah. where it tastes like soapy to some people, right? Which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's got to be similar for things like wine and beer. It's like a lot of our friends that are super in the beer all love IPAs, yeah. and a lot of I they're just too like astringent yeah. for me. Yeah. But I do like some, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's very interesting. And I have no idea what that means. Like yeah. I, I I I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know really about it either anyway so niles is certain that this is a napa valley merlot fraser agrees why, why choose but why choose a merlot why go merlot Low. when you can call a cab because mm-hmm. it's a napa valley cabernet is what he thinks and it's close they're both very close so i love that he, the guy picked this to trick them up yeah so we find out that it's a 45 percent Cabernet and fifty five percent Merlot. Uh-huh. So technically, they're both correct. Yeah. But Niles. Niles ends up winning because it's more Merlot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I love so Fraser like is so upset and sad yeah. here, and he's like trying to shake his hand and be mm-hmm. like pleasant, right? Right. But then they and then they do the whole hail cork master song uh-huh. and this whole thing. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I do love this inauguration. Also, I like that even as like. Hurt as Frasier is, he still joins in in the Hail Porkmaster song. He joins right in with everybody. It's a good song, right? Yeah. Apparently, it's such a good song that in the next scene, when. In in Frasier's apartment. So we're setting up for like the brunch and the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He apparently, while telling the story to Roz, felt the need to sing the song. I know. And then she's just like annoyed that she'd have that song in her head. Yeah. Which I do not blame her. (laughs) Right, right. So like Daphne goes in the kitchen at some point, like Mm -hmm. when 
Roz and Fraser were talking. Yeah. I don't remember. What does she do? Does she just walk in? I think she just goes in. Okay, like she because just, yeah. cause I feel like it doesn't really matter. Because right. like, then we see like Martin and Claire are, had just hooked up, basically. Yep. Yep. And Martin's trying to like scoot Claire out of the house without getting caught. Yeah. But they do get caught. Yeah. Well, oh, they, they're real. like Because they pull a real uh, amateur hour move here where... They're at the door. I feel like this has happened on this episode. Oh, oh on this show before. Yeah, it happened with uh, um, the guy that Daphne was dating. Remember when Daphne wasn't supposed uh, to have guys and mm-hmm. stay in a room and he was trying to, to mm-hmm. get out, but then they stopped to like say goodbye and kiss and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you, you're at the door. Go. You made it. Get out. I if like that you say it, that's a real amateur hour. It is amateur hour. It Dave's is. Dave's always sneaking people out of the house. <laughs> I'm am just saying, if you're trying to sneak someone out, I mean, I wouldn't know since I he's such a, he's such a professional. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're trying to sneak someone out of a place, you don't then stop when you're at the door. You made it. It's bad. This is like bad stealth game moves. Like bad stealth game I, moves. If there's anything I know, it's bad stealth game that, moves. Yeah, Dave knows all the worst stealth game moves. Don't stop and check your inventory when you're out in the open. Don't true. don't stop and kiss the person who's trying to smuggle you out of their apartment. It's true. They're both bad moves. They're bad moves. So don't do it. Because of course, Fraser walks out. Very happy to see Miss Wajadubakowski. Yeah. Uh, so I love all the like euphemisms <laughs> yeah, that so are great. happening. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't Fraser doesn't know mm-hmm. and like, oh yeah, you should stay here. Yeah. Stay for brunch. And- yeah. Well, because she we was bringing back out. the chili bowl, and yeah. and he's like, "Stay for lunch. I can't give you as spicy a treat as Dad just gave you." Yeah, like, that's such like oh, she, oh she wants to stay for seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just like it's so good, it and I really love good. that like Martin is just so distressed by every <laughs> comment. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. when I remember like being in seventh and eighth grade, and anything, any word was somehow just super inappropriate. Yeah, to me. yeah. like just any word, I would just giggle about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know why. I don't know. Because it's hormones. I know, but it was just like every word. Yeah, exactly. It was that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's how it works when you're teen. That's just how it works. Teens, man. Yeah, teens. Teens. Yeah, so, another um, very good one from the Bloody Marys. Yeah. Because uh, we find out, uh, we see Roz and Daphne making some Bloody Marys. They Wink. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then they go to, like, uh, offer Claire one because Martin's not sure if she's going to have time. And so Daphne's like, Mr. Crane's wondering if you want to quit. You have time for a quick one. Like, that's... Oh, yes, yeah, that's it. so good. I love it. I love everything about... So she actually does... Claire does end up leaving. Uh, eventually, but, like, she's still there when Niles gets there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way... I know. As soon as we do the podcast, I get so sleepy. Yeah, it happens. What do you mean it happened? But why? Because. I was going to tell you to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get me like a power shot espresso monster. Because when you talk a lot, you, you, you're using your oxygen a lot so a yawn is a sudden intake of oxygen because your body's getting low on it Mm. so what do i need super oxygenated thing 
No, you just need to yawn sometimes when you're talking a whole bunch. I never find that's true, like, in public. Like, when I'm talking to somebody in public. Probably because, like, you pause and the other person talks. Right. We are constant. We're going and going and go. Like, we're... The Energizer Bunny. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's just, like, everybody is perfectly fine with saying the name Wajadubikowski, including oh, yeah. Daphne. Like, oh, yeah. It's one thing, like, with... with Martin and Niles and Frazier because they're she's a family friend like and has been for a long time they would know her but like even Daphne's then I think Stan is a bigger deal than we realize I guess uh and also very protective because or possessive I guess is the word because uh Martin finally just tells Frazier because he's like I can't I think probably because he just can't stand all of the like accidental euphemisms that are happening from the fact that like Frazier doesn't know so he tells him and he's got a problem he's he's feeling guilty about it because Stan didn't even like when Martin borrowed his lawnmower mm-hmm. which you're not borrowing yeah. his mm-hmm. wife yeah that's like really problematic it sure is it sure is that's that was definitely uh like I understand <sighs> like yeah. I just feel like I don't know how Stan died. I don't remember. I don't know if it was even talked about. I don't think it, they really talked about but it. But if he had like an illness, right, mm-hmm. where there's decline happening and you kind of know. Right. There's grieving that happens during that process where yeah. you're able. It's not It's not this thing of like someone getting in a car. It, it, it's right. a different. It's a different thing when it's un, unexpected. I feel like it's different. Yeah. Because you're. We're like, okay, which is not to say it's any easier right. or you're not as upset. Right. I just I just think, like, obviously from Claire's point of view, mm-hmm. she's like, I understand, like, my husband, husband's dead and I, and I respected his presence and everything. Right. And Martin is here to make, is making her feel better. Right. And I right. think, like. He's trying to fill the void. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh-huh. So, Frasier... I love how, though, Martin's comfortable just telling Frasier this. Yeah. And then Frasier says that he doesn't see a problem in it, and then he thinks it's adorable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which you Martin's know. just like, well, we were at each other like, you know, crazed teens yeah. or whatever, and... that The fact that, yeah, uh, describing it that way and then hearing it called adorable, that would feel... I feel de- that would feel deflating, I think, just mm-hmm. to be like, adorable, that's... No. Like, Talking about adorable, when Niles and Mel show up, I put Niles' adorable outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Did a good he... job, Mel. Oh, yeah. It probably was Mel. Yeah. It almost certainly was Mel. Uh, so, and that's when Claire actually leaves because yeah. she has to go to church. So mm-hmm. I don't know how early in the morning this is, but it's too early to have some hard liquor and a Bloody Mary, according to Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to say, of all of the things that mel says that in this episode i do find really like kind of obnoxious because there's a lot of it Uh this is probably the worst to me why because of the way she says it because uh it's not just like she doesn't say when she's offered the bloody mary it's uh, i mean it's I don't usually drink this early like which would be fine like if 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 somebody i also feel like brunch drinks yeah aren't necessarily about the alcohol exactly yeah. i mean i've never had a bloody mary so it's hard it's right. hard for me to know like how i think it, I th- they are but i think it depends i think if it's a mimosa yeah if it's a bloody mary like that's made with hard liquor as she mm. said if i offered someone a drink and they said oh i usually don't drink this early mm. fine if i offered someone if i have a drink 
I am drinking it. And I offer someone that drink and they say, it's a little early for hard liquor, don't you think? Then I'm like, oh, you're judging me. You're judging my choice that I've already made. I have it in my hand. I've clearly made the choice to drink this thing. If you're saying to me that I should think that it's too early for hard liquor, then you're judging the choice that I've made and that you know I've made and you're Mm -hmm. judging me for drinking it Mm -hmm. I don't care if you don't want it I'm not going to judge someone for wanting it or not wanting it I don't care Mm -hmm. don't judge me for making that choice right and that's why I I hate this well you're not supposed to like Mel no though it's weird because we really liked Mel at first at first yeah I thought like yeah she just seemed like a, a she seemed nice a little like a little neurotic I mean she's essentially was like she seemed like a female Niles, essentially. And I was fine with that. Like, that's like, okay, yeah, great. She's just, a, she's a doctor who's kind of like in high society stuff who is very particular and clean. Like, okay, cool. Well, that's so then we hear this whole thing about like Eddie and she's like, hi, Eddie. Also, bye, Eddie. Yeah. Because you're going to obviously put him out on the balcony because people are eating. Yeah. No. No. That, I, I actually think that's kind of cruel. Yeah. Especially because this episode came out in February. This is, we've already mentioned, it's the 19th floor of a skyscraper in February. You know, like, this is going to be very cold. To like, just, and it's not like Eddie misbehaves a lot and is, yeah. like, trying to snatch food out of people. He would just yeah. go sit far away or whatever. Yeah. He would just go lie down, you know? He's yeah. a good dog. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I mean, I know for her, it's like a sanitation thing because she feels it's unsanitary or whatever. For but what? Like, a dog to be in the room breathing the same air as you? Like, yeah. we find out, like, later that she's allergic to Eddie. Yeah. How? That's weird all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, well, because she didn't seem to have that issue when she first met Eddie. She wanted yeah. the, to, like brush the hair off but i love how they're like oh sorry uh how they're like oh you know we gotta lock eddie away you know locking they're talking about locking someone on the balcony and Mm -hmm. like Roz is just like let it be me yeah (laughs) because she's already mad yeah as she should be yeah oh and this is when we find out or fraser finds Mm -hmm. out that the idea to run uh as the cork master dial is actually came from mel and i love like so they bring the wine to fraser and he's just like let me go put this around the corner to make sure that that cork doesn't pop out and accidentally hurt someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, somehow that's going to happen. Yeah. I feel like it's mostly just so, like, somehow. he doesn't... Yeah. Accidentally aim it in Mel's direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's the interesting thing. Is like he, It's like he's acknowledging his, like, rage tendencies. Like, let me make sure I don't decide on an impulse to launch this cork in your direction. <laughs> Though, Niles could probably catch it. He's the cork master. He can control the cork. Do 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 do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cork sign. <laughs> mm-hmm. I assume if you're gonna if you're doing the cork uh, you're doing the cork sign transition, then you're gonna. It's raining corks. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's raining corks. Yep. I'm making this episode very fun for you. <laughs> you are. You are. You're welcome. Thank you. Anyway, so that brings us to later on when they've uh, they're they're sitting and uh, mm-hmm. Mel's discussing. Oh my gosh, her superpower! How do you feel about this? Okay, so Mel's like, I basically worked on so many people, I've seen diff- so many different body types that I can have X-ray vision and can know what everyone looks like naked. Mm-hmm. And this is such a like weird body shaming yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, 
Like, it's not... So, I think we've talked about this before, where I have this ability to sort of guess people's height. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's creepy or not. It's better if I'm standing next to someone. But I even do this in video games, and I look up how tall the characters are <laughs> in video games. But mm-hmm. it's, like, deceptive. Yeah. But I always feel like people skew way tall in video games. Yeah, it's because like, they're... The- the protagonist and so yeah i'm just like oh yeah well this this person's like five nine like a woman mm-hmm. will be like five nine mm-hmm. which is not like a typical height right or and like every guy's like oh six seven <laughs> six seven muscle man uh-huh sometimes it's just like just a muscle it's just muscle, a muscle yeah just yeah. a giant bicep <laughs> Yeah, but that's only in those horror games. Yeah, that's true. So it's chasing you. Yeah, yeah. And you gotta like, like hide behind a file cabinet. I'm sure that everyone enjoyed that. I'm sure. So, um, <laughs> that was for everybody. But I love that Roz and Fraser go off to the ki- kitchen. And, like Roz is like sucking in her stomach, I believe, and then mm-hmm. like so Fraser's is so good because yeah. he super puffs up his like chest and yeah, shoulders, yeah. and he looks like like so triangle. Yeah, yeah. But he's also clearly like clenching his like butt too because he's like walking very <laughs> stiffly. Like yes. his legs are barely moving, and his but his like shoulders are all out, and like he's. Definitely like flexed forward he's, and doing yeah. the whole like he's like very much a wrestler. Yeah, uh, I feel like he was auditioning for uh, for X Men. It's yeah. still a few more years before he's going to show up in it. That's it. I thought it was this one in, in this year, but I realized like he his character doesn't actually show up until like the third X Men movie in really? two thousand six. I thought there was he jumps. I thought it's in the second movie. No, I thought he was, but I don't think he no, actually uh-huh, is. Uh-huh. He, like in the car, there's like a scene in the car, like in the snow. That's the third one? No, that's no, that's Sabretooth. That's not mm. Beast. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was Beast. No, 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 that's Sabretooth. Same. Beast is the blue one. That's the blue one. No. It no, is. No, Are you no, telling I'm, me Grover isn't Grover? <laughs> I'm telling you, Sabretooth has Fine. yellow hair. I'm saying I saw a blue one. It's not. It's, it's he, Beast is a good guy. Sabretooth's attacking Wolverine. That's in the first movie. Oh, fine. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. X Men. <laughs> fine. I watch the Zemans. Oh, so, so they walk out and they're like talking about how like unbearable yeah, Mel is yeah. basically in the kitchen really loudly yeah, the table they were sitting at is like uh is like inches from the kitchen door but, but i love that okay so martin goes in there and is just like oh i can't stand her she's always saying all the dear and dearie and yeah sweetie phone this phony like sweetie dearie yeah it's just like, so mm. fake right and mm. then i love that mel walks in there and he she, he's like oh here's your water dear yeah yeah it's just like i've never met someone so phony in my life and it's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like he's doing the exact same thing which I sometimes when you meet people, you just do the weirdest stuff totally out of your character yeah. based on how the other people are. Like mm-hmm. you might not be a dear, deary person, right. but if you're with someone that is, suddenly you're acting like them. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, I'm acting like them to become part of their universe, right? And you, and it's just like there are times where you know you just catch yourself saying something, and you're just like, what did I just say? Like that's <laughs> not me at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Yeah. How do you even be yourself? <laughs> or you end up like, I've definitely met people and then been ended up in long conversations about a particular topic that they're really into. And at the end of it, they're like, so do you ever do that? And I'm like, 
No. I don't know any of what you just said, but oh. I'm, I'm just, I was enjoying your, your passion okay, for yeah, it. Yeah. But like, like sometimes I can not... have a long, yeah, I could have a long conversation about something. I, ha- I absolutely have zero idea of what they're talking about. Right. I'm just listening to them and I'll be engaging, right? I'll be right. asking them questions because I'm trying to find out about it. Right, right. And then they'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, no. I, I don't actually, know I have that. zero idea. Mm-mm. Nope. But nope. I think that's actually a good conversational skill and like yeah, people yeah. shouldn't feel bad i'm just trying yeah. i just trying I to know f- about your stuff I'll yeah be- i just want to find out yeah doesn't mean i want to like have a two-hour conversation about it every time i meet you but right. you know i will engage yeah in, and try to be interested mm-hmm. i love okay so mel leaves because she's got got a call from the hospital mm-hmm. and then oh but we learned Daphne is Daphne trash. is so drunk and she goes in there and she's singing the song about, about Blood, bloody, bloody mary, mary. yeah I think I think I feel like it was basically just a setup because she's basically singing this song about Bloody Mary. So then she can say, "Do you know what that song's about?" And I was like, "Bloody Mary," and she's like, "Don't mind if I do," and has another one. And yeah, she. I'm sad is... that we don't have Bloody Marys right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I I've never had one. I haven't either. And I really want. I want to just have one. I feel like I mean yeah I feel like neither of us are gonna actually I don't like think it. I'm gonna like it but I want to just have one yeah because like it's sort of like um, it's like I've never had a Long Island iced tea I haven't either and I feel like, like I just gotta have one in my lifetime <laughs> and I gotta mm-hmm. have a Bloody Mary in my lifetime uh huh all right I'll be right back basically oh so Mel leaves yeah Niles walks her out yeah Daphne's trash da- Daphne's trash nobody really wants to eat the food that they've made for this brunch because they had to be so very specific about what they made for Mel uh what so can you da- even have in a frittata that doesn't have you make an cheap? egg white frittata oh and and then but it without ju- cheese without cheese it's I guess literally like if just it had a fake baked- cheese I know I feel like this is literally just a baked handful of egg whites mm. which sounds terrible i mean some people just like egg whites but i i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. be interested in that yeah i mean it would be like obviously like whipped egg- up so it have some air in it so it'd yeah be fluffier, i mean, but I, mean like- I know like if, if you have egg whites with other things in it mm-hmm. like veggies or something that would probably be okay yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it could be some veggies. It just can't be mushrooms, I guess. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, but basically, like, so Daphne's like, I'm going to order a pizza. And she's just gone. Like, mm-hmm. She's gone. Like, because she's just like, she's at that drunk phase where it's just like, I'm just going to do the thing. That's so, a great idea so, that I just um, had. Frasier is basically going on and on, like, how Niles is making a mistake. He's, like, doing, he's following a pattern. Yeah, this it's Maris part- again. Yeah, it's Maris again. Martin's just like, you need to keep out of it. Don't say anything. Yeah. It's none of your business. Because like, it doesn't work. And he's right. It mm-hmm. never works. Whenever one of them whenever one of them tries to tell the other that the person you're dating is wrong for you, it never, ever works. Well, that's because it's not really someone else's choice. It's your choice. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, the, like, Niles is about to ask. And he doesn't okay. want to hear the answer. So this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So last weekend, mm-hmm. I was telling Dave about this thing I had just heard about called Radical Honesty. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy. It's a book. It's several books. And this person is does, I, I guess it was like hu- huge at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know totally everything about Radical Honesty other than you're radically honest. Yeah. Like if someone's like, hey, do you like my hair? They'd be like, no, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. Which to me is really mean. Yeah. 
Like one of the examples, I feel like it was on something like 60 Minutes and this one guy was interviewing the author and he's like, you would actually tell, like if your grandmother asked if you like the cookies, you would just say no. And he was like, yeah, because your grandmother wants you to be honest. And it was like, wouldn't that hurt somebody's feelings? Isn't that just being mean to be mean? He goes, no, you just, because you're fe- you get over it. Right. Your feelings will be hurt, but you'll get over it, and then mm-hmm. you know the information. Right. And I, I like, see, yeah. like, value in that, but I also think, I don't know, I feel like there's a tender way to do this, but I, yeah. so this person that wrote this book actually ran for <laughs> office or something. Right, right. I think it was Congress. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, so Dave listened to this podcast. I, yeah. So, one, this person was very interestingly going to be running the, like, the Democratic ticket, but they wouldn't let him because... Because he was too honest about certain things that he had done? No, well, it was... No, it was because part of the workshops he does for the radical honesty I'll was that they that, yeah. get naked oh, yeah, and then that. talk about parts of their body that they right, don't right. like right, right, right. as part of being honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting, but they were like, no, that's too extreme. Yeah. But also, he did get a really high vote though yeah yeah as a, as a for a third party candidate yeah. yeah yeah but he also like was in interviews where mm-hmm. people were like have you ever like slept with someone that wasn't your wife and he's just like oh yeah i've had all these different partners and i've had like male partners this. <laughs> right, and this right. and, and i was just the people are like whoa you're giving me all this information and I, I was just yeah. like that's very interesting yeah. so that's what so i was telling david about the radical honesty thing and he goes Oh, that's going to come into play in this. It sure is. Yeah, in yeah. This, uh, episode. I'm curious yeah. what you're going to say about it. Yeah, because I'd already watched it. So I was like, I wonder how Diana's going to, like, I feel like that's going to be relevant in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Martin doesn't want them to, like, repeat the thing and, like, right. drive a wedge in between the, like, right. their relationship. Right. And so Niles comes back and is like, what do you guys think about, you know, like, be mm-hmm. honest with right. me? Right. So Daphne comes out here. She's on the phone right. still trying to order a pizza. Right, because she, she didn't hear all the stuff that they were talking yeah. about. She didn't hear the decision not to be completely honest mm-hmm. with him. So, yeah. She, and she's drunk. So and she's, she's like, drunk. She's just like, I don't like her. She's bossy, fussy, mean, and just all wrong for you. Yeah, yeah. But we have to wonder, is Daphne saying this from a different place? Because remember when Niles gets there, he's like, oh, Daphne, your outfit's so nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wrote down. Not that Niles' outfit's nice. Daphne's outfit's oh, nice. And that's oh, what Niles oh, said. That's yeah. what that meant. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I was going to say, I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I thought Niles was, was yeah, fine. Yeah, that's but... what, that's, now I remember why yeah. I wrote that down. It would okay. be nice. Sometimes I need to write more words. Um, Honestly, I probably need to write fewer, but. Oh, you know, yeah. we both we need to b- balance towards each other at a certain point. True. Yeah. No, but I think honestly, at this point, I don't think this is her saying because I feel like Daphne isn't. I feel like that doing that. But she's drunk. She is. But what I mean is, I feel like doing that is manipulative in a way that Daphne isn't. I don't think she dislikes Mel because. No. Of jealousy. I think well, she just straight up just okay, likes Mel. Okay, so Frazier was basically saying, oh, trying to make Niles feel better. Like, yeah. oh, women just like form irrational dislikes for one another. Ugh. Ugh. Boo. Boo. I mean, usually it's not irrational. There's usually, <laughs> it can be irrational, but I, what I think is like, there actually is like an explanation for it, which is, I might not like this person because I feel like my boyfriend has a crush on this woman and I it makes me feel insecure about myself. Right. So it's, which the fear might be irrational, right? Mm-hmm. 
But you can explain, like, if you look at it, like, oh, I right. don't like this person. Right. That might be why. Yeah. Or I feel like that's a re- that's a reason. Or yeah. you know, you're also like sometimes you just get bad vibes from people. Mm-hmm. I one thing I do like is something I've been seeing on Twitter a lot is over the last few years is a uh, is a active attempt by women to cultivate a a culture of women helping each other and Mm -hmm. and because like there's definitely certain pressures often put by men for women to compete with each other Mm -hmm. and i like that there's this move been this movement to just sort of go against that be like nah we're all why would men want women to compete with each other like for their attention sometimes but it's also but i think a lot of it's like so there are never too many like women actually with any level of power Mm. so it's like when there's like a successful, but I also think men also because men are also competitive with each other they too, are. and that's also like part of being like kind of mas- masculine. Sure, but it's the difference is like when you see um, it used to be if there was like a a particular prominent like female musician in a particular like genre, mm-hmm. and another one would come up, they would people would start pitting them against oh, yeah, each like other. Oh yeah, like Jessica Simpson and Britney Spears, yeah, and yeah, Christina yeah. Aguilera. It was like, oh yeah, they're all yeah. like blonde and yeah. all competing with each other but meanwhile you can have multiple all male like like pop groups and things and they're not a competition they're just oh yeah the, oh, you're right that is yeah. true so that is true so now there's definitely a movement that i've seen of women that, that when that starts to come up just being like yeah she's amazing well i don't like, see like, re- like so i don't see this really unless I don't know. I could be wrong. But it's like people are like, I really love Beyonce and I really like Rihanna. Mm -hmm. But it's never like Rihanna versus Beyonce. Oh, people have tried. I've seen it. I've seen people try to like pit them against each other and they'll just be like, no, she's amazing. Or like I've seen it with like Nicki Minaj, who definitely has like. Nicki Minaj uh, is kind of controversial to me because I feel like she does. There is some kind of competitive streak in her against people. I think there is, but it's not because they're another woman like Mm. who's a rapper. I think if there is any, they have actual legitimate personal mm. issues. Whereas if someone just tries to say like, like who's better, you or or her, she'll mm-hmm. just be like, who cares? Like let's just be have multiple great women rappers. Out okay, there. That's, that's fair. And like I think that's her whole deal. Like I, we don't have to fight about it. You, there's lots of music. You know, let's just all do the things good and mm-hmm, enjoy mm-hmm. it. So I think that's that's definitely the direction the culture is going, which I like a whole lot. But yeah, th- I think this comment by Fraser is more that other piece, which I think a lot of times comes from the fact that like, oh, there's two women that are popular in this thing that's dominated by men. Clearly, they need to compete to be the one that's the popular one because you can only have one. Mm. And... And I think that then feeds into, uh, fed into a culture of, uh, at, like from just at, for everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. So Roz hears Fraser saying this thing mm-hmm. about how like women have like irrational, because she like <laughs> stepped out to let Eddie in from the mm-hmm. balcony and is just like, what, you ratted me out? I didn't, you know, like, it's not irrational. I'll tell you it. Like, and she, because she assumes. So she says like, she's pushy, demanding, and a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. I dump her like radioactive waste. Yep. See? Wow. Which goes back to that beacon. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, which, like, ah, this, like, this, it makes me, like, kind of sad for Niles, because, like, if this would hurt to hear this quickly, like, multiple people just, like, completely dumping on somebody that you care this much well, about. Well, and everyone's, like, coming up with something, and it yeah. was like, 
oh, you said the bad things. You said something bad. Yeah, yeah. Fraser and and so like Niles gets really upset. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you couldn't say one nice thing. So yeah. when he leaves, I love that Daphne's just like, she did have that X-ray thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. Yeah, that that's the only good thing that she could come up with is her like superpower basically which made everyone uncomfortable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then we have oh. the next oh oh yeah. also so you know because the thing is so daphne says that thing right and then goes into the kitchen and martin's like oh no she didn't mean it and goes into the kitchen to like basically tell her what had happened when they walk out oh and- Mar- martin and daphne you mean? yeah yeah when mm-hmm. martin and daphne walk back out uh and and now it's just like so dad why don't you like her and daphne's like uh so th- I'm, I'm recapping all of this just mm. to get to one specific thing because she was she's like uh, oh Daphne oh. Um, when Martin tries to pretend he didn't say he doesn't dislike Mel mm-hmm. Daphne just says so you did tell him what you think of her and after shoving me into the kitchen and shaking your freaking finger at me the audience reaction to her saying freaking is like they they seem shocked and it's like oh yeah there was a time when like it was weird to hear people say freaking on TV. Was Yeah. I it, think I probably wasn't allowed to say it. Yeah. My yeah. mom was really like, no cursing in the household, <laughs> not even a fake curse. Yeah. No, and it, because like, this is definitely not something you heard a lot on like mainstream primetime TV, like okay. network television. Oh my gosh. I forgot yeah. what it was like to be so. Yeah. Just holding it in right right yeah but like there's this is definitely like the sound you like i feel like you should go back and listen to it i might even put it in so you did tell him what you think of her and after shoving me into the kitchen and shaking your freaking finger at me (laughs) but it's definitely a sound of like shock in a way that's like only a live audience reacting to a thing sounds like this this is not just laugh track hmm Uh, okay Cork sign. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, we're in Fraser's apartment, and Mm -hmm. like Martin and Fraser are talking about Niles, and he's like, basically, like I've left messages, but Niles is just going to be upset. Yeah. And Fraser has this theory. Mm-hmm. You should say the theory. I well, first I do like. uh, All he has to do is say, "I have a theory." Martin's like, "Oh, jeez," like because. Because Martin's decided to be done. Like, it's done. It's, it's We're done yeah. with Claire, I think. Like, that was fun, but it's probably not any more of it. Oh, yeah. And the theory is basically, like, that it is because Martin feels guilty. Yeah. Oh, but I wasn't saying, oh, yeah, the theory's about Martin and, and Claire, yeah. not about... Right. Not about Niles' thing. Yeah. Right. And, uh, like, there's sort of kind of, like, element of danger because it's yeah. not... You're going against the what you're supposed to yeah. do. So that is the exciting thing for Martin. Right. There's definitely some sort of like questionable social mores before. But, yeah, but Frazier's like, like, you know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But then, okay, so Daphne was like, I'm, you know, like shaming Martin. Yeah, yeah. Saying like, you know, we live in like a civilized society and you can't just, you have to control your impulses. Yeah. And you can't just chasing. You can't go around chasing anyone you fancy. You just you can't do that. Yeah. And and then she walks away. Obviously, this is. This is. I mean, yeah, she's definitely totally about, about Niles. Niles. That's yeah. why I said the thing about her hating Mel because oh, I think she yeah. does hate Mel because she likes Niles. 
I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it doesn't help. I'm saying I still think that what she says is true outside of it. Yeah. So, so but it's funny because this, because that he's being shamed by Daphne, yeah. Martin's more into it. He's like, yeah. oh, I got to go apologize to Claire then yeah. and don't wait up for me. Yeah. I got to do a lot of apologizing. I don't know. This is gross. Yeah. Though, what I do like about it is that this is very deliberate by Daphne. She's shaming him so that he'll be willing to continue this. No, I don't yeah. think it's deliberate. Because oh, she's standing behind Martin, hearing this entire thing, hearing Fraser's theory, and she's like, "Fine," but she's when she hears Fraser's theory that it, it that him giving her him giving Martin permission is the reason he doesn't want to anymore. That's when like she because like she definitely stops to listen. Like she she mm-hmm. stops for a moment to listen to it hears Frasier say that and then you see her like sort of make a decision and go down the stairs to insert really? herself into the conversation she is shaming quote unquote shaming him so that he'll be more willing to do the thing that she's actually i think really? fine with i don't think yeah really you think, I think so? so yeah i think should hmm. we watch that but i feel like I that- what because I feel like what she's saying after that about the impulses yeah. is about herself. Yeah, yeah. I think she feels shame uh-huh. about having this thing for Niles now that Niles is happy with somebody. I think and it I think- builds to that is the thing. Is I think she starts off by saying that. And I think it then builds to her mm. own thing where like as she's saying it, she's realizing it's a, like how it applies to herself Mm -hmm. but i think she starts off just saying this for martin's benefit Mm -hmm. and then realizes what she's saying and it's like because she decides to leave when fraser tries to call her on it it's like Mm -hmm. daphne and she's like you know then like just that's when she storms off and Mm -hmm. it's like we can't just chase whoever we want just because we fancy them all of a sudden and it's just like gone like but i think this is sort of surprises she surprises herself that's also like every romantic comedy yeah, basically. So yeah. the end scene is like Fra- Martin's helping Fraser do the like blind like yeah. wine tasting, mm-hmm. and then like in the background, Claire is sne- he's sneaking yeah. her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's pretty cute. It is cute. It is cute. It's adorable. It is adorable. Downright. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All so right. wow, you have a lot of drinks. To There's talk so about. many drinks. Let's There's hear, a lot of let's drinks. Hear about that. Okay. Here's every every drink I took down. There's coffee decaf latte which by the way i want to mention Roz orders a decaf latte ordering a decaf at one point was the was how someone figured out she was pregnant mm-hmm. which means she never orders decaf she does today i guess she does today anyway so yeah coffee decaf latte fraser's usual which i figured out is a cappuccino with light foam according to kit mm-hmm. in much earlier episode the uh, mel's 61 cheval blanc the australian Shiraz. Uh, Napa Merlot Cabernet blend, Bloody Marys, a bunch of Bloody Marys, mm-hmm. and some water, plus whatever he's he's tasting in mm-hmm. the final scene. So yeah, whole lot of drinks. What there aren't a whole lot of is colors. No colors ever again. No colors whatsoever. So what do you rate this episode? Do 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 do. I give it a five. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't. I lied. <laughs> I lied. That's not why. I was thinking about a different episode that I rated a five. Okay. I gave it a three. Really? Okay. I gave it a three Bloody Marys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I guess I liked it more than you. Uh, I gave it four out of five Virgil Heffelvites. Of course you would. 
I don't know. I really like this episode. I think I really like, even though I like it more. But I, to me, I'm just like a three. To me, is just like it was good. It was yeah. good. It wasn't like I liked it. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a little higher than a three. I don't know. It's just kind of getting hard to like rate mm-hmm. the episodes almost. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked it because I felt like I felt like it told a good like I think it the had a story, good story was good. Yeah, uh, it had a lot of good. Sto- it it was like one of the few times where it all the storylines didn't feel like forced and like yeah. Jimmy jammed together. Yeah, jammy plummy. <laughs> they actually yeah they fit together. They actually affect each other. Yeah, they, like like cause sometimes it wasn't just like two random things. Yeah. like which is fine when there's like a Martin Daphne kind of storyline and then right. like a Roz Fraser or, or Fraser Niles kind right. of thing and they're running simultaneously. Yeah. I think or if that's they're fine. Thematically connected in yeah. some way or whatever. I, I but... like this one because the brunch is important and the Mel's and the yeah. even though the like wine thing isn't, it's sort of just like one little aspect. It all kind of ties together. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So you gave a three. I gave a four. So prior to this, uh, Bob Daly's only other episode, uh, the rating between the two of us is a 3.8012779. Uh-huh. Because you couldn't decide on a rating and you were like Wow, I did that again kind of today a little bit. Yeah, but you gave you were like 3.5, no, maybe higher 3.60 something something like you just like kept going. So uh so that's oh, I tracked okay. I tracked it all. So Oh it, wow. Yeah. And uh, John Sherman's average, well, average, John, the rating on the other John Sherman episode was uh, 4.15. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so I'm bringing, I'm bringing down that You're bringing score. them down. Yeah, you're I'm bringing them both down. down. I'm keeping right about in the middle. Uh, but yeah, you're bringing them down a little bit. And that brings us to the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to <laughs> messages you send to us, uh, either on Twitter at Fraser Podcast or through email at FraserPod at gmail.com. Or other places, but those are the best. Yeah, too. yeah. We those just are the consolidated. Yeah, we consolidated. There are other places. I may not notice them as quickly if you send them those places. So the first email we got is from Ben, who's Island Niles on Twitter, who wrote to us about the episode Out with Dad. Okay. Uh, he wrote to say, "Hi, Dave and Diana. I just wanted to send you a quick email about Out with Dad." I wondered what you'd both make of this episode, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. There are a lot of sitcom episodes that become quite problematic when viewed years later, including some episodes of Frasier, but I don't think this is one of them. As you pointed out, the humor comes from the misunderstanding and not from the idea that someone might be gay. Also, I really like the fact that none of the characters are horrified that someone might mistake them for being gay, and that doesn't form part Mm -hmm. of the plot at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a big part of that. Yeah, absolutely. A good example of this is that when Niles learns what's going on, he's offended not that he's been cast as gay, but that the best he could do was an old man with a cane. It's a subtle but really important difference. Yeah, exactly. Like, at no point is it upsetting to anyone to be considered gay when mm-hmm. they're not. Uh, the, the, it, the lying is a problem, the misunderstanding yeah. is a problem, but the idea that they might be gay is never a problem. That's a big deal. Because I feel like there's still stuff coming out today where that would be a big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, and especially in, like, 2000, like, 
early 2000, late 90s, like, definitely someone being mistaken for gay would have been a huge plot point and, mm-hmm. like, a bad, like, in the terms of, like, that's the problem, that they have a problem with being thought mm-hmm. to be gay. So, yeah, I agree. And then he goes on to say, you mentioned it on the podcast, but I absolutely adore John Mahoney in the scene when he realizes what's happening. The looks down to the hand on his leg mm-hmm. and to Frazier while trying to maintain the facade every time Edward looks at him are just fantastic. Yeah, good face work here. Like, mm-hmm. it's really, really good. I, yeah, yeah. On a slightly more boring note, the word tinnitus was discussed on the podcast recently. In the UK, it's pronounced as, as it is in the episode, with the emphasis on the first syllable. However, American TV in American TV, I usually hear it pronounced with the emphasis on the second syllable, so I suppose it was unusual for it to be pronounced the British way in Fraser. That is interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting, because I've never heard it pronounced tinnitus, but yeah. Of course it's different. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not boring at all. That's all for now, but I'm sure to be emailing you more often as Season 7 comes to an end. As always, I love listening to your comments about the episode. Wishing you both good mental health. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, something tells me... Good talking points. Yes, very good. And yeah, something tells me... I can't imagine why, but something tells me we're going to have more people having things to say about future episodes. I don't know. I don't think anything big is going to happen. No? No? Yeah, this is a quiet little sitcom. Yeah? Yeah. Very quiet. Yeah. Like, the end of this season, no, nothing big happening. No, not. It's just sort of casual. Yeah, then we're going to take a three-month hiatus after this season, (laughs) so. We're not. We're not. We promise. And then Sean Holland wrote to us about Dr. Mary. Uh, oh cool yeah to say i had the same feeling as you guys with this episode it felt like the show slash writer's response to a lack of diversity on the show it reminded me of the recent stuff with apu on the simpsons yeah actually that's a really good point uh-huh. that i hadn't thought about that yeah it definitely feels like almost making fun of criticism that somebody mm-hmm. might have of the show which is actually kind of valid so yeah no i definitely agree but with i know that. a lot of thing what's who's the guy that voices a poo hank, hank azaria yeah who before was like no blah blah like yeah. ch- totally changed their yeah. point of view but it's not really profound now is it, it would have been mm-hmm. profound when it was originally yeah. brought up yeah yeah but at least like even as I, I, show... but you're allowed to change right, too. right that's not i'm not trying i'm just saying like yeah I agree, but also at the same time, I think it's kind of a big deal when the show itself said, like, eh, it's not a big yeah. deal. We're not doing anything about it. And then the guy doing it says, hey, somebody else can voice it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like taking that kind of a stand is actually a big deal when the show is specifically addressed in the episode. But the show has the been episode. on the air and been problematic for probably, oh, yeah. like, year which is not i'm not like i I grew up watching the simpsons Mm -hmm. i haven't watched it recently i mean it's a huge it's like it's a very iconic show yeah you know Mm -hmm. but time times change Mm -hmm. so yeah anyway sorry go on no no i mean we're listening but i so i think that i think it's important we listen but we we like responding shows active listening okay okay so but yeah, but he goes on to say, uh, both shows seemed defensive in response, uh, which came off wrong. It really seemed like Fraser's monologue was like the writers saying, we can't win no matter what we do. I didn't like it much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, I agree. Because it, it is, what he says is very defeatist. It's just sort of, what am I supposed to do? She's going to have this response and it's going to be a problem. And mm-hmm. so I can't do anything. I'm like, no, you can. You can try. You can try. You just talk to a person. I mean, you can't control what other people do. Right. I mean, you can only do the best you can do, right? Right. All we can do is the best we can do. That's that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I understand, like, you know, thinking back, like, I understand. I probably talked about that on that episode. But, you know, like, thinking back, it's like, I understand Fraser being like, well, they're going to have a negative response mm-hmm. because of these reasons. Right. But that's only, that's in your head, right? right. Like, you're coming up with that person's response yeah. for them. Right. You don't. You haven't actually talked to them yet. Right. You have no idea what their response is right. going to be. And oftentimes, the worst case scenario isn't even as bad. Right. And exactly. So you mm-hmm. never really know. That's why you should just ask. You just yeah. ask. Yeah. You got to actually just have the it's conversation. So weird. It's so weird to like say that in the context of like a TV show where the whole point is conflict. Yeah, right. But the whole point of like living is not to have conflict (laughs) right but you don't want to have i mean which is not to say you shouldn't have i feel like it's to have a difficult conversation Mm -hmm. and try to compromise have a resolution and an ongoing conversation about it right but like a point of a sitcom is you need conflict yeah and i guess the problem is that like if everything fraser assumed was instead mary's response then it becomes yeah. that's her character doing that thing. Frazier assuming she's going like, to I when she's never. I think a better way to have done this would have been instead of he's role playing as Mary, it would have been like he's thinking and they show a scenario in which she gets upset. Yeah. At Frazier in the way that he thinks is right. going to happen in some way that makes sense for her right like a very extreme way of her being angry right and then like have and then have the you know when they're actually in Caffrey Novosa and it actually ends up being that way I feel like that would have been better yeah yeah I could see that being better I just feel like at least then that person is it's not Fraser saying those things. It's the yeah. actual actress saying right. but also, I some think angry thing. What she would say wouldn't be the specific thing I don't Frazier think says. so either. Like, that's the thing. They wouldn't... I don't think they ever would have written what he I has know, her and that, say. That, I think, itself is problematic. Right, that's what I'm if saying. If you're like, not even willing to ask the person right. that it's supposed to be portraying to say those things, yes, then that's in itself is problematic right exactly and we talked way too much about that episode last week and now we're talking about it even more it's fine no hey okay same i'm john we agree with you we agree (laughs) it's heated it's heated yeah with that do you have anything else that you wanted to say about this episode no okay uh, so that's a reminder that if you have listened to this entire episode and now you want to go watch it happen, uh, or if you want to, or you want to see the, um, sort of banter randomness stuff that we're from before this, you can just go to patreon.com slash TGIF arcade and you support us for as little as a dollar a month. You get access to that. So that'd be great. That really helps us out a bunch. And someday if we ever get to a thousand dollars a month. I'm going to make Nightmare in. Produced, directed, starring me. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous. I expect it to be bad, but in a fun way. Like, fun bad. There's going to be a lot of me's interacting with me and killing each other. Because that's what happens in Nightmare Inn. We've all seen that episode. We've all seen that episode. We've all seen it. Look, anybody who's listening to a Frasier podcast has seen the episode Ham Radio. It's true. 
There's no way, like, you haven't heard, you haven't seen that episode. I haven't seen most episodes of Frasier. I don't even like him, and I love that episode. And I've seen Ham Radio, like, six times. Someday, we may get there, and that will happen. Mm -hmm. Until then, this has been episode 717, Wine Club. And this is TGIF Arcade, wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle, we love you!